Tom, I'll start with you as you're looking at Zoom video. What a chart. Not a good one at that. Your thoughts. Great to be with you, Nicole. Hi, Ben. How you doing, man? Um, okay, so with Zoom, what I'm doing here is this. Uh, bottom line, I'm going to pay up some premium. Uh, it's a bearish trade. Uh, I'm, I'm basically looking. Zoom's pay, uh, trading at 257. Uh, when you take a look at this baby, you know, no doubt we've been down pretty good, okay? Uh, I'm actually looking for this, uh, I'm going to do a November spread, okay? So I'm going to buy a 240, sell a 230. Uh, I'm going to basically, you know, have, I'm going to be risking a buck to make three bucks. And where I'm going with this, Nicole, is this, is that my take right now is that, you know, we're in a slight correction. We're going to go lower. Uh, this has a... Uh, you can either call it a sign of strength or a high volume on June 5th, okay? So June 5th comes down that uh, 224 to 183. That's where I'm thinking that this baby's gonna go. And the bottom line is it only has to basically get down to that uh, 240 mark uh, and we get some action there. So uh, that's kind of, a, it, it, that's a bearish trade. Um, and you know, we'll see where it goes. Uh, what does happen with this trade, this is gonna be a November trade, so I'm not gonna have to deal with the earnings. Their, their earnings are coming in uh, November 30th, uh, and this thing is gonna expire on the 19th of November. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it has been in a downtrend, Tom. I think you're right. I mean, looking at that trade with that put spread, Ben, um, obviously there's this bearish tone that's been happening. The stock is down 50% in one year and that merger with five nine seems to at least for now been put on hold and there's been some insider selling ben um what do you think hey tom good morning nicole uh, i think i can see why tom's very bearish uh ticker symbol zm i mean it's in a pretty well-defined trend environment on the 60-minute time frame this is the chart that really caught my eye there's no indication that the weakness we've been seeing has uh, been reversed or we've rejected these most recent lower levels and I think it's a pretty good example of what we've seen fundamentally. I mean, fundamentally, I mean, even this morning we're waking up to uh, a COVID pill that's going to uh, help us get over symptoms sooner and avoid hospitalization. So the reemergence trade is on. I mean, look at crude oil and the move higher we've seen to begin the week. But look at Zoom again, ZM and the trajectory to the downside. I mentioned the hourly time frame. The reason it caught my eye was this double top right around 406 and the, uh, well, price decay that's ensued since, as Tom mentioned, 257, well, 258 right now, right around the 250, the lows that we saw recently. But here's a step away from that 60-minute time frame and the double top up around 406 to the daily. That's the same double top we just looked at. This is the daily time frame. So uh, these candles represent one day of price activity now. And you can see how it's not just the double top, but there's been... Uh, a series of lower highs playing out after we topped out around 588 and uh, this was well this time last year now most notables we just took out the may low after gapping down and breaching below the 300 level with follow through so again as mentioned no rejection of these lower levels as of yet and a quick look as we zoom out in terms of getting some more time on this daily uh, picture here you can see that well the bulls are still holding on to this low from around August of 2020. Everything above that does seem to be in a bit of a consolidation area. And yes, we're holding no, near the lower extreme of that range right now, but I also wanted to point out well below the 50-day moving average and on the way down, these series of lower highs that we've been talking about, you can see how Zoom's really struggled to hold above that key 
uh, well, uh, moving average there. So under pressure, to say the least, keep an eye on those August lows. Uh, that's the next key level to watch. But uh, the bulls didn't want to see this one take out the May lows and certainly don't want to see it spend a, a prolonged amount of time at these uh, lower levels. It's good to see that broaden out chart. Um, Tom, I, I'm sure you agree as you look at that low that they're trying to hold, right? The bulls are trying to hold. And Tom, what do you think when people say, well, it's sold off so much and it's so great. I want to get in. Um, you know, you have a bearish put spread here. And what do you say to folks who say, I think it's a great company. I mean, it's got to move higher. What do you say to them? I mean, what do you do? You look at it and say, don't catch a falling knife or you want to see something in particular before you think it's really reversed its course. I love that question, Nicole, because as Ben knows, right, the one thing that has always blown my mind about the NASDAQ 100 is that it, to me, it leads the market, leads it up, leads it down. But when it goes down, it goes down so fast, it's incredible. I mean, <laughs> it's just, and I, what I would say to them, I say, listen, man, you got to look at some charts. When the NASDAQ 100 goes, it goes. Um, and what in Zoom's case, Zoom is telling us flat out, they're going to do the same amount of gross on their numbers. They're going to bring in a billion, but they're only going to bring a dollar eight to the bottom line. Now they were bringing like a buck thirty-two, kind of on a steady basis. So they're they're already telling us fundamentally they're going to take in less. And to the answer to your question, though, is that you know the fact is that the Nasdaq 100, when that goes south, man, it goes south very quick. So mm. uh, I would just tell them that hey, you know, you don't have to you don't have to take a bearish trade, uh, but I wouldn't be out there buying right. it. That's for sure. Yeah. Ah, okay. Good point. Good point. Tom, what do you think about Walmart? I mean, it's so, so funny because you take a look at this chart, the two of you, you'll see what a wild up and down and choppy chart it's been. But if you look at it three months, it's flat. If you look at it six months, it's flat. Um, <laughs> your thoughts on what's really happening here, Tom? So Walmart, I also have a bearish trade. Now, Disney, I'm going to do Disney next. That's going to be bullish. I'm not, not, I'm not a perma-bear here. <laughs> uh, but with Walmart, the way I look at Walmart right now, okay, is that I like um, a bear spread on November. Uh, we're talking about uh, selling the 135, buying the 130. Uh, you know, right now you're at 139.94. Uh, this is gonna. This is another context that you know this thing is down. You know, off the ties of 152, and where what's happening with uh, the retail in general is that their expense ratio are deliveries for transportation for help has gone up dramatically you know so when i look at walmart the bottom line is that you know walmart has a high volume low that's laying out there from march of this year at like 126 the top of that's 132 the bottom is 136 and it looks to me like that's where it wants to trade and you know once again it's going to be the weakness in the marketplace that i think that takes it down there um, Walmart also, though, is telling us the same thing that Zoom's telling us, okay? Walmart is actually telling us fundamentally that they're going to take in less money. They're going to take in $135 billion, and they're going to bring $1.39 to the bottom, you know, line, which is pretty wild. I mean, you know, because you don't see Walmart pull back, and that's going to be $6 billion less than last quarter. So same, same type of setup there. It's, it's a bearish trade. Uh, in this particular case, um, what is happening, I'm risking a buck, uh, you know, it's about $100 per contract. If I'm right on the context of it, you'll make $4. That's how this, set, this trade is set up. Right, right. 
Yeah, and Ben, what do you think? You know what else, guys, is that uh, I, I found out today, I didn't realize that Walmart, Target, and Home Depot are now chartering their own ships to try and get around the problem that we're seeing with the constraints with all these ships, and they're chartering their own to try and get stuff in for Christmas. I thought that was interesting, too. Um, ben, what do you make of Tom's trade? What do you think of this choppy chart? Well, I have to agree with Tom in many aspects in terms of his breakdown as far as some of the weakness we're seeing and uh, the trend environment to the downside, the bearishness that's been playing out. But uh, the first signs of a change starting to come uh, to play here right now, if you take a look at Walmart, I have the 60-minute time frame and the move lower off 152.57. This is the high that we saw back in the uh, middle of August, and you can see some of the weakness coming into play. And again, I can understand why Tom's very bearish this one, but I think that we're seeing the first signs of what could be something uh, playing out here to the upside. Now, I'd like to see it up and through the 141, 142 area. 143, 144 before I'd get a little bit more excited about the potential to see a V bottom pattern playing out here or this one being overdone. But in a similar situation in terms of what we just looked at at as far as Zoom, the weakness that's been playing out over the last couple months. Here's a look at Walmart and this is the move we just uh, were looking at on the 60 minute time frame, the weakness there off the 152, 153 area. Notice how this coincides with the highs that we saw back in December of last year. So much like Zoom, again, a double top type pattern playing out and, uh, you know, not necessarily to the same extent in terms of taking out key lows. Uh, and again, just sort of looking at, well, back onto this trend environment to the downside, just starting to slowly work its way off this most recent low. So again, testing yeah. the lower extreme of this channel and uh, certainly something to keep an eye on. This is where if the bulls are gonna be, uh, or step up, you'd expect them to very soon. You can see how Walmart hasn't spent a lot of time below this channel that's been playing out basically since uh, the beginning of 2016 and the move up and through 100. So something to watch here, a test of a key lower level, but okay. uh, if the bulls are still in charge, you'd expect to see a nice rally and we'd be able to build on some of that strength or that bid we've seen on the hourly time frame. Okay, good. Interesting for that. And then last but not least, Tom's not a perma bear, everybody. <laughs> right, Tom? He made sure to tell us that. Well, that, you know, when you said he wanted, he has a more bullish like trade for Disney. No, totally, because when I give you the first two to the, you know, bears, it's like, yeah, so Disney, okay, the way I'm looking at Disney is this. And di what's happened is this. The first two trades, basically, I was paying up. This one here is I'm collecting premium. Uh, what I'm also doing now with this one, which is different, I'm going right through earnings, okay? They're coming up with earnings on November 10th. So what ends up happening there is that I am going to get more premium, but I have more risk because of that fact, okay? Uh, with Disney, what I'm looking for is this, okay? With Disney, I'm turning around and I'm basically uh, selling uh, the 170 and I'm buying the 160 and I'm looking for that to stay over 160. And if that's the case, now the difference here is that the risk versus the reward uh, is pretty intense, okay? Because the, the bottom line is that, uh, you know, I'm risking 750 maximum loss uh, and I'm only making 250. Okay, but the bottom line is that what I'm looking for there is Disney is going to stay over this uh, 160 area. You know, that's how this is set up. And, and when I look at Disney, the the streaming aspect of it, they get they get a lot going for them. That's the bottom line. What Disney did do, it came down to, you know, on December 11th, the week of December 11th, Nicole, of the 2020, it had a huge sign of strength. It came down, it's tested that a few times. Last time it tested about four weeks ago. So I'm looking for Disney to basically either stay here or go higher right through 
earnings. That's what I'm looking at. And when you take a look at fundamentally, when we take a look at their earnings, what Disney is telling us right now is that they're looking to bring in 18.8 billion and they're looking to bring 50 cents to the bottom line. Now, now what's so intriguing here is that all three stocks are actually telling us that they're still going to bring less money to the bottom line. And in Disney's case, they're going to pull in another 1.1 billion in 90 days. But yet they're still only going to make 50 cents versus 80 cents. So it's really intriguing, man. I mean, these companies evidently are expecting there's going to be huge amounts of expense, expenses that come in and these uh, when these next numbers are coming out. Tom, I think you, you hit on a theme that Ben and I will certainly be talking about is that we're going to be getting a lot of quarterly earnings. And it's my understanding, you're hitting the nail on the head, that the numbers are just going to be less than prior quarters. Um, because yes. of some of the costs that they're facing. Ben, final thought here on Disney. Tough to get excited about the chart on Disney. It's mostly sideways, Nicole, holding right around the 50-day moving average. But I like what Tom uh, brought to our attention here in terms of that 160 level. If we dive into the daily, I'll show you why. It gapped up, as Tom mentioned, back in uh, the beginning of December. We're talking about last year. You can see that move through 160. And how this has been, or that move up was part of this bigger move uh, that's played out here up into the 200 level before we kind of lost some of that momentum to the upside and then dipped back down below the 50-day moving average. It's this blue line here. You can see how we've been teetering around it for the most part since and very comfortable at these levels. But, you know, this is a wide range that's been playing out here, Nicole, and there's just not a lot of conviction as long as we're within this range. I think traders We'll tend to favor the long side as we work our way through the middle of it. There's three key areas. We've got the upper extreme, again, that 204 level. I like Tom's lower extreme, the 160. And just kind of keep an eye on the middle, 185-ish. Right now, again, I think, uh, you know, you can favor a retest of that 160 area if we continue to hold towards the lower extreme in this middle zone. But there's been support down there. So again, uh, those that are bullish would find probably a buying opportunity there, a longer term buying opportunity, something to keep an eye on here at the very least. It's been an area of support. And, uh, but again, a lot of uh, consolidation here at the current levels.